Welcome into the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Count on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi, can your internet do that? Welcome in. It's a Deep Slant Podcast. It's week two. Uh, the Texans are 0-0-1, and I'm going to say that a lot so I can get used to saying the one at the end because it's just... It's still very, very weird that that's how week one ended. And hopefully week two ends in a one in the very front and not in the very back. Texans head to Denver. They face the Broncos. And uh, hopefully this guy is a big part of it once again. O.J. Howard, the new tight end, he signed with the Texans on September 2nd. Caught two touchdown passes, the only touchdown passes in the week one tie over the Indianapolis Colts, O.J. Howard. And I had a chance to catch up with him on my one-on-one in studio. I had Talked to him when he got here. I talked to him after the win, but it's the first time to really sort of get to know his story. And and it's really fascinating, the quarterbacks he's played with, the adversity he's gone through in his career, and, uh, you know, a little Wikipedia error that he points out to me because every now and then I like to look up players by their Wikipedia <laughs> sources. I do know it's not all true, but the thing that I thought wasn't true was true and something else wasn't true. But you know what? I'm not going to tell you what it is. You're going to have to listen to the interview to find out. And we're going to get right to it. But first, Xfinity delivers the fastest internet in Houston, stream Texans games on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi network, and count on a reliable connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi. Can your internet do that? All right. Well, he was a first-round pick for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, played five seasons with them, and now He's a Houston Texan. So how did his journey go? And what about all the quarterbacks he played with along the way? We get it right into it with O.J. Howard right here on the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. We've met in the locker room. We've met after games, but officially welcome to the Houston Texans. What have the first two weeks been like for you? It's been good. You know, my coach, Coach Berbovich, has been doing a great job of getting me in, you know, uh, trying to get me acclimated to the offense to allow me to play fast like on Sundays. Um, so it's been good so far. Kind of hectic at times because, you know, I'm just moving, trying to, you know, get settled in the, in the city in general. But it's been good. You said that you came in in week one and you were only learning your portion of the playbook. So now that you're heading into week two, how has that transition been going? You've been learning a little bit more? Yeah, it's been good. That was, that was a plan, you know, kind of just go week to week. And then, you know, as we go on, try to, like, give me the whole schematically scheme of the playbook in general. So, you know, this week my role as far as trying to learn more has grown. So, you know, it's, it's a lot of studying, and, you know, that's what I've been doing, really. All right, so first game with the Texans, you scored two touchdowns. You are just the third tight end in NFL history who scored two touchdowns in their first game with a team. Wow. So you're part of NFL history. You've also had some pretty historic games. Tom Brady is a Buccaneer. His first touchdown was also to you. Yeah. What yeah. was that moment like when Tom Brady comes in and, and you're the first guy that catches a pass from in the end zone? Um, that was cool. It was awesome. Funny thing about it is when he first got to training camp, I caught the first touchdown pass. Oh, you did? Camp. Yeah, so and then it just happened to work out that way <laughs> in the game. So it was kind of cool that you know, it happened that way, but that was awesome. Um, I got a chance to keep the ball, so I still got it, oh, framed, okay. got it framed at home. So that was, that was pretty cool. I mean, you worked with a lot of different quarterbacks over the years. Was it super different when Brady comes in and, and he's sort of running the offense? Yeah, it was. You know, just, you know, hearing this guy, you know, speak about, you know, the game from a different aspect of, that we've always heard it. You know, it's, it's stuff we hadn't heard before. I mean, it's stuff we've heard before, but to make him keep it simple was like, oh, it's really that easy. You know, it, it was it's just the way his terminology was. It made it a lot, lot smoother. You've also played with a quarterback that we're very familiar with here, Ryan Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. who we just loved when he was here, Fitzy. And he had the moment where he put on Deshaun Jackson's jacket and gold chains yeah. because he wanted. He was joking, like, we should stay humble and not change who we are. I went back and I, I looked at the stats. You also kind of touched in on that game, too. Yeah. The one that really elevated Fitzy in Tampa Bay. 75-yard touchdown game. What was it like playing with Fitzy? 
It was awesome. Always magic. You know what I mean? Like Fizz Magic is Fizz Magic is real. <laughs> I mean, you know, so got to play with him and you know, it's always like the plays that, you know, you can't draw up on paper and you still make the touchdowns happen. You know, just the experience, his personality it was the whole 9 yards. So as a tight end, like a lot we see a lot of guys switch to tight ends in their career, but you've always been a true tight end. You were a five-star recruit coming out of high school, first round draft pick coming out of college. When did you decide that tight end was a position you were going to play? And was there ever any other position that interested you? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, really when I started playing tight end was like 11th grade when I kind of like kind of like tapped into it a little bit. But senior years when I really fully went to mm. tight end, um, even in Alabama, I was getting recruited as a linebacker, outside linebacker at first. And then they were like, okay, this kid can play tight end. Let's offer him as a tight end. So, you know, it was my senior year when I finally like dialed in and played tight end fully the whole football season. Other than that, my high school, I played all around, running back, quarterback a little bit, so senior year. I, I know, I don't know if you read your Wikipedia page, because Wikipedia, is, we know, is not all facts, but on there it says that Nick Saban actually regretted that he didn't play you more yeah. uh, before your senior yeah. year. So did that actually happen, and how did that conversation go? Yeah, so Wikipedia, quick quick, quick thing about it, it's not always facts. It's not always facts, my, my but birthday's I just had wrong. To ask. My birthday's wrong on Wikipedia. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I know that's true. So it's but, not it's not you yeah. writing your Wikipedia, right. clearly. Okay. So that's part's true. But um <laughs> but yeah, that, that that is uh coach did come out and say that I think in a in an interview or, or so. But you know, at the time when I was at Alabama, we were known for running the ball really well. Yes. And uh we were we were establishing the dominant run game. So um the tight end would get the ball, you know, off of that, you know what I mean, off the, the success of the run game. And then if it's if it's working, why change it? So we didn't really air it out like that at Alabama when I played, but you know, it still worked out. It helped me become a a, um, a a blocker and develop as an all-around tight end. So you have a national championship with Alabama. You have a yeah. Super Bowl ring. I mean, that's very rare, I think, for a football player to have both of those things. So if you had to rank your best sports memory, yeah. what would it be? I, I would say, you know, the national championship because of the work that I put in with those guys, and we all came in as a class mm. uh, and, and as freshmen, and we all got to become come from boys to young men as we got older because we won it our junior year. And we're going to be the last class to not win one because Nick Saban, every class has won a ring with him. Okay. He's recruited. And it came down to our last year to do it before guys entered the draft. So that was our last chance, and guys buckled up and made it happen, and we kept it going. And to this day, that's still the fact that every team has won a championship, every recruiting class. So that that was special to me because it came down to the wire for us. It was either win it or be the team that kind of messed it up. Broke the streak. Yeah, so that, that, that really um, it was special to me. Well, I was going to ask you what yeah. – means more the national championship or the super bowl but it yeah. sounds like in college that means more just because you're with the same guys for so long exactly um just that camaraderie like staying at the dorms with those guys running those 110s and sweating and like i say it just college is a lot you know like a lot, lot more connected i think but uh nothing takes away from the super bowl but that college one is something that you know we always will remember for sure all right you've gone through your share of adversity in your career as well back in 2020 you had the achilles injury which knocked you out for the year was that the toughest injury that you'd had to date and what was that like coming back from that yeah that was hard you know the recovery process was hard you know just, that's a tough injury it is it is it's like you know it used to be a career under like maybe right. like 15 years ago or so but you know, and, and, and at that time, it was the first year Tom came. I was I was having a great year starting off and, you know, got, got a good connection with him. And then, boom, week four, I do that. Um, it just kind of tore me up. So, yeah, that was hard, you know, and the recovery was a tough one. 
And like I said, that injury is like a two-year recovery process just mm. to get the nervous system back going the right way. So that that by far was the toughest one ever. So that was in 2020. And then this offseason, you signed with Buffalo. Mm -hmm. You're with Buffalo throughout the whole offseason, throughout camp. Yep. They release you. Yep. And then you signed with the Texans, as we know, right after training camp ended. So what were, what were the emotions like going through something like that? You've yep. been with the same team for five years, and now you switch two teams in the offseason. Right. What, what's going through your head when all this is going on? You know, it, like I told all my friends and my family, as all that was going on, it was it was kind of hectic a little bit for, you know, people, you know, that, that were outside a little bit. But the friends and family kind of knew. I was like, you know, the work's been put in. Um, we're just going to trust the process. You know what I mean? Everything's happened for a reason. It's already written. So, you know, if we just do our part, everything else is going to fall in line. So that was kind of my mindset. Up in Buffalo, I got an opportunity to to put in some great work. You know, it's a good team. Got uh, to work with another great yeah, quarterback great up there. great quarterback, great players on defense. So, you know, I knew that I was getting great looks. You know what I mean? If it didn't work out like it did it, uh, if I had made another stop and found a home, and I was going to be ready to play. And that's what happened kind of here. I know in the locker room you had said that you had heard about Lovey through some guys in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers locker room. Yep. He was gone by then, but there were some players that remained. I asked Lovey about it today. If he had if he had heard anything about you, and he said, of course, you saw those connections with Buffalo and Tampa Bay, and they really wanted you here. So when you come here in Houston and you meet with Lovey for the first time, did he sort of live up to that expectation or, or what you had heard? And, and did you guys have any of those conversations? Yeah, yeah, he did. Like, you know, a lot of the guys that I uh, was around, like Levante David, Cameron Brake, those guys were there with him. So, you know, I was just like, how was the coach before I got here? And they were like, oh, it was Lovey. It's like, man, <laughs> we liked him, bro. He down to earth. You know, so it was, it was those type yeah. of conversations. Me as a rookie. Wondering like how it was before, you know, in I the got previous here. regime, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we got on conversations like that, and I had a buddy in the equipment room that coached under him. He even said great things about him. Then when I got here, I met Coach Smith, and well, before I actually met him, we got on the phone first. Okay. And, you know, they um, he what we got we called on the phone, and then I met him in person, and then you're just watching him around, and his demeanor is cool as a fan, you know, real stand up guy, and you know what I mean. And those are the things I already heard, but when you see it and you get to meet a person for yourself. It brings it to light. So that was, that was cool. That was a cool cool to see. All right, so you meet Levy. You meet your new teammates. So I want to play a little word association game with you. Okay. The first word that comes to mind when you when I ask about your fellow tight ends. Now, this could be based on your first impressions or mm -hmm. actually it should be based on your or, or how well you know them now. So Pharaoh Brown. I remember Pharaoh kind of like in the high school re recruiting portal. Oh, you do? Or okay. It, it was something like around when we were in high school kind of thing. I ran into him before maybe like at a combine or something. So that's that's like the first thing that – I remember when I heard Pharaoh's name again, like, oh, I think I've met him before, like, coming through high school. Yeah. Oh, okay. Are yeah. you guys about You guys are about the same yeah, year? Yeah, yeah. I think, we, like, either he's 12 and I'm 13, like, a year apart. So okay. it was, it's something like that. Yeah, he's a year, he's a year older than me. Okay, so you guys had that. You have yeah. a, a previous connection. So what, personality-wise, what, yeah. what do you think of him? Um, Just real, you know, understands the game. You know, he's a very intelligent. Like, like I'm learning the offense myself now, so I can go to him and – you know, he has a really sharp mentality, so he's like kind of an on-business type of guy and, you know, can get, you know, just be a coach kind of on the field for you. All right. Uh, Brevin Jordan. Brevin. I know going back to Brevin, is like young guy. I was this guy's counselor one time at a football camp. Really? Yeah, he was when I was in college. In um, Oregon. Oh. Oregon. I got called out Oregon. to Oregon. He okay. was at the, something called the opening, and I was a tight ends coach up there as a counselor. And uh, he was one of the, the campers. He was one of the guys. And he brought <laughs> Wait, it up was to he, me. Wait, was he like how he is now back then? Yeah, yeah, he was. You know, because he, he was from, he was from. I remember he was the kid from Vegas. He had a quarterback yes. there with him from high school. Yes. So everybody in the camp kind of knew who they were. Okay. Um, you know, and like I said, I was the counselor for the tight end, so I was around the guys, and I just remember him. And, you know, I, saw, I remember he went to Miami, 
And then, like, when I got here, the first thing he said, what's up, bro? And I was like, man, He remembered up? you and he you remembered, remembered him. He me. Then when he remembered me, it, it brought me back. Of course. To like, oh, okay. yeah, that's right. So wow. that, that's kind of, like, what happened with him. But he, I was, like, like I said, he was a senior in high school back then. So, yeah. So, you, wow, you really have a history with these guys. All right, Jordan Akins. He was a guy that was here a few years ago, and now he's back again. I saw him in the hallway, and I was like, welcome back. He's back wearing number 88. But what are your first impressions of Jordan Akins? Yeah, Ake is a guy that uh, kind of, we, we're like, he's like one of my buddies right now because we're both like going through the process of learning this office Relearning together. it, yeah. Yeah, so we've always been hanging out like these these last these couple weeks and, um, you know, getting to know him better and learning about his family, you know what I mean, and uh, his his journey about playing, you know, uh, baseball. baseball. He was drafted. Yeah. He was drafted yeah. by the Rangers. Went yeah, UCF, and we know some mutual friends at UCF. So that's cool. That's kind of connection me and him have right now. So yeah, that's cool. Okay. Do you have any connections with Mason Shrek? No, I'm curious. Oh yeah. Well, no connection with Mason. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I, what I, do you think? What What are your thoughts of him? Mason is another guy that kind of knows, you know, knows how it goes. You know what I mean? And a uh, humble guy, uh, great personality. You can go up to him and talk to him, and you know, he'll just give you anything you need, answers, and you know, help you out. All right. Well, I think my word for you has to be well connected. Like you have connections everywhere <laughs> throughout the league, and we love to see the connections that you make with Davis Mills. Can't wait to see more of them throughout the season. OJ, thank All you right. so much thank for the time. So much, nice. thank, you. thank you. Great stuff from OJ. I love that he's a big tight end catching. Big touchdown passes for quarterbacks in really momentous games. And hopefully he can continue to do more of that as we move on in the season. And, man, he is well-connected. He's been around, and he knows uh, several of these tight ends very, very well, and he's gotten to know the quarterback very, very well as as well. So we good to see what he can do in Week 2, what the tight end group as a whole can do in Week 2. The Texans will head to Denver. It's a 3.25 p.m. kickoff. So uh, you can sleep in a little bit on Sunday, and you can catch the pregame show, Texans Unlimited Live, presented by Verizon. That is on at probably about 2.25, and I'll have Cecil Shorts on the show. We will give you a live look at Denver, bring you the storylines of the week. There's going to be some changes on offense heading into week two. We'll get into all that. Plus, we'll show you a live look at the field, answer your fan questions, all that good stuff. And uh, the Texans will be on the road after that as well. They'll be back home, though, in week four. So if you would like to watch a game, it'll be the Chargers in week four. You can look for tickets at HoustonTexans.com slash tickets. So that is going to do it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, go Texans.